Welcome to another episode of the International Interview. No politicians, no pundits, no propaganda. This is just real people talking with real knowledge, talking about the real world. Today we are speaking with... Fernando Oliveros. And where are you from? I am from Peru. What city? I'm from Chimbote. Okay, and where is that um, in the country relative to, like, the capital or the any geographic locations? Okay, so it's on the coast, the, the Pacific coast, and uh, it's six hours driving north of the capital, Lima, which is, uh, it's not it's not very far, but, yeah, it's, it's six hours north. It, it's basically, like, kind of like a desert area far away from the mountains. Okay. Um, how long have you lived in Peru? Um, I've lived in Peru for a little over 10 years, which is about half my life, but I go back every year for um, at least a month. Um, when I was younger, I would go for the whole summer, so like three months, but now I've only gone for like a couple weeks to a month at a time. Okay. Um, so half your life has been in Peru, so the other half has obviously been in the United States. Um, how are you liking it? How is it different from Peru? Um, yeah, I, I like um, life here. I also miss life in Peru. Uh, mostly because of my family and things I was accustomed to. Now I'm more accustomed to American style, lifestyle. Uh, I What I like more about the U.S. is how easy it is for uh, to do things. Like, um, you know, like find a job or you, you, you just have more freedom to do whatever you want and whatever your interests are. Sure, in. sure. Yeah. Um, so what are you studying here at Tech? Um, I am studying biological systems engineering. I'm focusing on bioprocessing engineering. And, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. Do you see yourself staying here in the future, or do you see yourself going back to Peru, getting a job? Because I, I know a lot of um, I know a lot of Asians. I'm friends with some Asians, and, and they're here, you know, to get their education. And, and then once they have their diplomas, going back to China or, or Vietnam or South Korea, wherever they're from, to get their jobs. Um, no, I plan on staying here, uh, for at least a good portion of my life, but I do want to go back at least, uh, maybe for a year or so, you know, spend some time with my family, my, my grandmothers, my, uh, my cousins. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I think in the, in the end I'll be staying here. Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit more about your childhood and, and you know, where you grew up. Um, so you said you were near the beach. Would you go to the beach often or... Yeah. Okay. So, I did live on the coast, and I could see the ocean from my from like the top floor of my house. But it wasn't a beach necessarily. It was more. It was a port. Yeah, Chimbote is actually the biggest port in uh, Peru, and one of the biggest ones in all of South America. Um, but it's not. It's really rocky. Like there's boulders and stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. But the nearest beach was like 15 minutes away, and where my family had a beach house. And yeah, we would go in the summer, pretty much every weekend. Okay. Um, so you lived in the city. Um, I know one of the, 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 um, something people in, in America think about Peru is, um, cocaine. <laughs> I yeah. know, like, it's, it's become a, I, I don't know if it's a misconception or if it's true, but, like, when you were little, did you notice any, any kind of crime going down in the city? Would you, were there, like, areas that you really weren't supposed to go? <laughs> yeah, um, it's a, it's not really a misconception. It's definitely a big issue in Peru, cocaine. Um, and now marijuana, but cocaine has always been the, like, predominant drug. Um, and, and I have seen some, like, crimes, not necessarily, like, drug-related, but, like, some, just, like, theft and, uh, you know, things like that. Uh, 
No, but there are some families, like, um, in in the city where I'm from, people will recognize what family you're from just by your last name. Okay. And there are some last names that are, you know, related to, to the narcotics, like, um, and, like, cocaine and, like, just drug dealers like that that are, like, super rich and they have, like, giant beach houses and nobody really knows where they're getting this money from. And then people don't just assume. People know that these people are, like, drug lords and stuff like that. Yeah, so is it, like, a is it a family thing, kind of like the mafia in Italy? Um, yeah, kind of. I mean, the, it's just, like, a couple family, na- like, last names that you hear them and then you're like, oh, you... That's what you immediately think of, and right, it's it's pretty obvious. So, are they like are there gangs in in Peru? Like, there's Mexican gangs. You know, we have this huge issue right now in the U.S. with the the U.S. and Mexicans over this big drug war. Yeah, um, there are definitely gangs. Uh, where I'm from, Chimbote is actually like the second most dangerous city in Peru, which is really terrifying. And uh, there's definitely gangs. Um, they're they're really obvious, like. When you're walking around the streets, you see a large, like, horde of men <laughs> sure. just, like, walking together, and they all look really sketchy. Um, yeah, they're they're definitely there, and uh, they're noticeable. There's a lot of crime. Mm-hmm. Um, something Peru, on the lighter note, is known for is Machu Picchu and, you know, the, the Incan um, ruins. Have you visited any of them? Have you been to Machu Picchu? Yeah, um... And for the first time, I went to Machu Picchu two years ago, um, and it was great. Uh, it was wonderful. And not just Machu Picchu, but other ruins and tourist attractions in Cusco. Uh, yeah, it was beautiful. There's so many tourists there. I think there's more tourists than actual civilians of yeah. that city. <laughs> and all of them, like most, like 90% of them are English-speaking, either from here or someplace in Europe. Okay. Um, so... We've talked about some of the history. Um, how was education in Peru? I mean, you were, you probably weren't there. You said you've only lived half your life there, so since you since ten, so you maybe went through some early like grade school, elementary school. I don't know what how they have it in Peru, but yeah, um, I finished fifth grade there, and um, school's a little different. Um, they it's not split up into elementary, middle, and high school. It's just you just go to the same school the whole time and you just go through different grades and we only have 11 years of grade school whereas here you have 12 mm-hmm. um also most of the schools are private and uh, about i would say like 95 percent of the schools i know of are uh religious they're christian okay either roman catholic or just basic basic christian mm-hmm. yeah um so was education a reason for coming to the U.S.? Was there any family here when you when you guys decided to move from Peru? Yeah, definitely education was why we came here. Um, because my parents wanted to give me and my sister, my sister, me and my sister, like a, I guess more of a future, more opportunity to do what we want. Right. Um, yeah, we had family here. We originally, when we moved here, we like hopped around between like living with different family members for like. Uh, not too long, like maybe when we first came, we were like with uh, my, one of my aunts for like a month, maybe two, um, until we were finally independent. And we started off in an apartment in um, in Nova in like Fairfax County and then eventually moved to Loudoun County and that's where we are now. Okay. Um, 
did you come straight to Fairfax from Peru, or did you were there? Did you stop anywhere else? Like, have mm-hmm. you lived any like maybe not for like a major part of your life, but like I don't know, like half a month or half a year? Did you? No, not really. We uh we lived in Miami and Orlando for a couple of months at each place, but not really for that long. Not half a year. I would say maybe three years in Florida, three years, three months in Florida, and then we moved up here to Nova. Okay. Um, how were your parents educated? Were they, did they get their degrees in Peru and what, what are they doing now? What's their occupation now? Um, yeah, my mom, uh, um, she has a college degree and she studied in Peru, in the UK and in France. Um, she's like a linguistics, I guess, major. And she right now works as a translator and interpreter at the Lido County Health Department and the Inova Hospital. And, yeah, that's what she does. My dad, he started going to college, but he dropped out to be uh, in the Army. And, actually, he uh, he was in the Secret, I guess, the equivalent of the Secret Service, but in Peru, which is pretty cool. He He's told me about a bunch of, like, famous people that he's met. Yeah, sure. Like um, so, let's talk about food now. Um, how is the food in Peru? It is the best food in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and I am not kidding when I say that. It is so good. Like, every Peruvian person here, I know that lives here, is, like, completely distraught by the American food and just, like, anything they have, even, like, Italian food or anything else, just doesn't compare. And, uh, yeah, we we just have the best food in the world. (laughs) (laughs) You're telling me you don't like McDonald's? (laughs) No, not really. (laughs) No, that's understandable. Um, How is it different than American food? Like, I, I guess Americans, you know, we eat a lot of barbecue and hot dogs, hamburgers, you know, that's kind of what American food and steak also, that's kind of what people, I, that's how I view American food. Okay. Um, yeah, American food compared to Peruvian food, let's see, I would say a lot of American food is kind of like dry in a sense, like you don't use that many condiments and spices and things like that, you know, it's kind of more like one flavor, you know, like when you have chicken or something, Mm -hmm. you know, um, Peruvian food is, has a lot of, um, like, um, countless different, like, sauces, and, like, just every dish is, like, has a unique taste that it's just full of a bunch of herbs, spices, and, um, I, I don't know, it's just, we have all kinds of, like, meat. Uh, seafood was a really big thing in my hometown because uh, we know we were on port. Right? Yeah, so we'd have seafood almost every day, pretty much every day, and um, like it, we still had enough dishes to you know not have the same dish like maybe once every two weeks. Or wow, something like yeah, that. that's yeah, definitely nice. Yeah, and um, also, um, you know how in the U.S. I guess you can sort of differentiate the food by regions. When it comes to, like, southern-style cooking. Right, right. And I don't really know any others. But um, <laughs> in Peru, it's like every town or city has their own special dish. And uh, there's a lot of different cooking from, like, the coast, the people that live in the mountains, the, in the tropics, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. And I actually got a... One of, my, one of my grandmothers used to live up in the mountains, like, in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And she has this great, like, cooking style from back there. It's just, it's awesome. 
Okay. So there's lots of variety. That's, that's neat. Cause I mean, yeah, I mean, really the only variety I can think of in the U S is, you know, you have like the Southern, which is like a lot of fried chicken and like hams and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah. that's, that's definitely neat in uh, all the different varieties. Um, are there, um, any American food influences in Peru? Yes. Um, there's definitely American, uh, food influence in Peru. Um, f- uh, fast food mostly. I see a lot of fast food in the in the capital. There's like McDonald's, Burger Kings, I think KFC. Uh, but like in my hometown and in other towns, there's not really fast food places. Although now I think I saw like a Pizza Hut or something. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's growing really really fast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's there. Okay. Um, when you were little, did you play any sports? And if so, what kind is I mean, I'm sure soccer is probably pretty big in Peru. Right. Is cricket? I don't know. No, uh, not <laughs> cricket. Soccer, definitely the biggest sport in Peru. And, you know, played it all the time at school, in the streets, just anywhere really you could get um, enough space to play. Yeah, I played a lot of soccer, a lot of volleyball. Um, volleyball is really big, too, for some reason. Um, I, like, as a kid play games, you know, outside the kids do like hide and seek and like marbles, tops, <laughs> right, like, right. Pretty much anything you can think of. Um, just, yeah, we just played on the streets. Did you, um, do, is Peru known for any national kind of sport? I mean, have, you know, is there any sport that like only is played in Peru? No, not that I know of, but what we are good at is indoor soccer. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not outdoor soccer because uh, we don't have, like, big open fields, you okay. know, to be playing soccer and stuff like that. But indoor soccer, we're really good at, especially our women's team, and volleyball. Those are only two, I guess, sports that uh, that we're really that good at. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, tell me a little bit about transportation system. You know, in the United States, we have... Major interstates, you know, you have 95 that goes all the way from Maine down to, to the bottom of Florida. Um, how are the roads in Peru? Uh, the road system is pretty terrible, at least compared to the U.S. Uh, <laughs> our longest and, like, biggest highway, which is, like, the equivalent of 95, goes from, I don't know where it actually starts. It doesn't start in Peru, but it goes from, like, the top the top left to the top bottom, if you're looking at a map of Peru, mm-hmm. down, all the way down the coast. It goes through my city. And uh, it's a two-lane highway, and it goes both ways, so you only have one lane going one way. And uh, it's pretty... It's it's not that great. Like, people... The p- people in Peru drive like crazy because, like, the cops aren't going to do anything. They can be bribed off easily. Wow. Um, so, like, they will pass trucks or whatever... Like, whenever they want. And actually, what I recently experienced um, this past summer when I went to Peru, I was taking a, a taxi, and we got on the highway um, to go to a different part of the city that's, like, it's newer. Mm-hmm. Um, we got on the highway, and he starts passing a truck, even though obviously there's no way he's going to make it because we're seeing other cars coming towards us. Yeah. And... I am death like I'm. A, I think I'm about to die. And <laughs> Start seeing your life flashing yeah, in front of you. <laughs> and the driver's not like doing anything. And I'm like, hey man, like what are you doing? And he's, he doesn't say anything. He's just like focused on the road. We squeezed three cars in two lanes, and I'm pretty sure I had about like a foot of space on like 
there was about a foot of space on each side of the car, and we were going really, like, we were going fast, and there were, like, cars blowing by us right next to us, and it was, it's a lot like that. But wow. yeah, yeah. Transportation, there's um, a lot of public transportation. Not very many people have cars. Cars. I mean, I guess each family has at least, like, one car. Mm-hmm. Maybe two max. But yeah, like, people take taxis everywhere, buses. Um, yeah, that's, there's so many taxis. You, and they, they honk all the time. <laughs> like, they don't even, they don't even care, like, for no reason. And some of them just get obnoxious, like, honk, whatever sounds. Just to like bug people, yeah, or like get people's attentions when they're like waiting on the side of the of the road to try to get a taxi. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the roads here, and, and I'm sure the roads there connect places. Um. But like you know, to get between a state is pretty easy. And in Peru, there's territories, right, or, or regions, I think, as they're called. Yeah, provinces. Provinces. Okay. Um. There are the roads. Do they get you there between the provinces pretty quickly, or is it a Kind of a back the back of the way, like up the mountains, kind of way to get to you, where you want to go. Um, yeah, that's that's like the second thing you said. <laughs> um, I don't. It depends really on where you want to go. If, like for example, I have an uncle that lives in this Cajamarca, this is town, this city, mm-hmm. which is it's a really big city, really developed. Um, but to get there, you have to drive like it, like this road that like spirals up a mountain, and you're like basically on the cliff the whole time and uh a lot of roads are it's like half the road is dirt road mm-hmm. and um it's really inconvenient but yeah that's what it's like if you want to go like if you're in my city and you just want to go straight like straight north you just get on the highway and go okay but if you want to veer off into the andes or whatever it's going to be really windy and hilly yeah, yeah. um how how is Peru with its neighboring countries? Did, have have you ever been to Chile or have you ever been? Uh, is Colombia above Peru? Yeah, yeah. Colombia. We border Venezuela. No, not Venezuela. Sorry, <laughs> Ecuador, uh, Brazil, Colombia, Bolivia, and Chile. Okay. Um, and now I've never been to any of those countries. Um, I mean, I've been in their airports. Okay. And uh, kind of been in Ecuador. Like I've been close. Uh, it was basically like <laughs> Ecuador. They, for some reason, they were using the currency. But, uh, okay. n- I mean, we get along with our neighboring countries. Um, we hate Chile. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones that, if, if we gotta hate somebody, we gotta hate Chile. And, uh, it's really, we, like, had a w- we're at war with them not that long ago, you know? Really? I didn't know that. I mean, n- I mean, it was a long time ago, but the, it's not that long. Okay, um, yeah. Over and, what uh, do you, do you know? It's just territory. Okay. Yeah, just fighting. Um, and, you know, the sentiments that the come along are, with the war is still there. Like, um, one of the ongoing jokes, because we ended up taking our southernmost city or town. Mm-hmm. We used to be in Chile before the war, and now um, it's it's ours. And But some people from that town still, like, they're still loyal to Chile. Even people like me who weren't alive during the yeah. war. <laughs> and when you ask them when they're from, they tell you, I'm from this town, but they say they're from Chile. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, how is the general view of the United States within Peru? I hope we're not like Chile. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We don't hate the United States. Uh, yeah, the United States is viewed in a, as a whole in a positive way. 
and people want to come here because of the opportunities that are available here. Um, although the view of the American people is not positive at all. Um, really? Yeah. People picture, I guess people that picture Americans as like, you know, that you're stereotypical with what's portrayed in like the media and things like that. Like, um, ha like overweight and <laughs> ignorant <laughs> and like egotistical. And sure. Things like that. So what would it be like for an American a tourist, I'm a, you know, to go over to Peru? What would, what would, how would they experience it? Okay. So, you know, Peruvians will have these misconceptions about Americans. But once an American is actually there, they're basically treated like kings. <laughs> yeah. Because they know you have money. You know, <laughs> they, if you're touring, you, you got to have money. And they know you have money, so they will suck up to you. It's also dangerous because, you know, you, you never know what could happen. They will rob you, do whatever they can to get whatever you have on you. Mm -hmm. um, especially, like, if you have your passport. One of my friends went to Peru with me, and <clears throat> he, like, mysteriously lost his passport I have no idea how wow but yeah the, like a pat like an american passport is worth so much sure money. sure i can understand that um well we're running out of time here but there's one question i have to ask you and if that and that is if there is one thing that you wish every american should know about peru what would it what would that one thing be and why definitely that we have the best food in the world <laughs> <laughs> and you should go try it <laughs> okay um well thank you so much for sharing your time and insight with us fernando um, and that about wraps it up for the Plat Avengers International Interview. Be sure to tune in next time for another round of international insight from another guest from another country somewhere on planet Earth. <laughs>